What's up, everybody? This is Unload the Bar, episode 20. And I am your host, David Espinoza. And on this week's episode, I have my boy, my buddy, the undercover doc, Robert Gulickson, on the show. He comes on and he talks about his fitness journey from growing up as an athlete uh, and then moving to Vegas where his whole uh, uh, fitness journey really started and starting off at 6 foot 164 pounds and going all the way up to 237 he breaks it down on how he got to that point and uh, we also talk about uh, how our priorities have changed from we first started lifting weights to where they at now and then we get off track a little bit um, it was an interesting conversation and and sometimes I, I i can get off a little off track and we start going a, a little deep into uh, other uh side conversations but then we bring it back so so bear with us and he talks about his uh his injuries and my fear of bicep tears and hernias and then he's um he's open about uh his usage with trt he uh he talks about his experience and how he felt on it so it was a fun conversation the guy's super smart uh he's becoming a physician he's gonna do great things out there and i enjoyed uh his company and i hope you guys enjoy uh this episode as i did and I hope you guys enjoy our socials, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all under the same name, Unload the Bar, or shoot us an email, unloadthebar at gmail.com. Send us questions, send us feedback. Let us know how we can improve on the show. And we are on all the major podcast platforms out there, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, you name it, we're probably on it. And if we're not, let me know and I'll get right on it and then you can subscribe to the show you, you can rate it then review it and then share it with the whole entire world let them know that we're out here so without further ado here's my boy the undercover doc Robert Gulickson but I'm here with my boy Robert he came along and uh, he's gonna come in and he's gonna tell us about his fitness journey. Uh, I've seen him in the gym and he's always crushing it. He's you know a walking uh, monster. Uh, <laughs> he's super smart too. Uh, um, so uh, uh, Robert, man, uh, thank you for coming on. Um, and then let me know, man, how, how did it all start for you? Well, thanks for having me, dude. I'm excited to do this. Um, you know, I think it kind of just started by default, actually. Um, growing up, um, my mom, she actually worked like two jobs. Mm -hmm. And um, because of that, we always played sports because it was like something for us to do when she was at work so we wouldn't yeah. get in trouble. So throughout middle school and high school, I played football. I ran track. I think I did like baseball for a season and that kind of, that kind of planted the seed. I knew nothing about nutrition. I would literally like come home from football practice 
and eat like three bowls of like Lucky Charm cereal. <laughs> no idea what I'm doing, right? Um, had no idea what, you know, cardio was. The only cardio that we did is like when our coach got pissed off and made us run laps. Yeah. Um, but I think that kind of set it, set the seed for me. Um, did you, so you always wanted to become, be an athlete? You know, growing up, or I, it's just something to do, just something to, to, you know, just have you go out and make friends and socialize and just be, know what being a part of a team is, or I think it started as that. Yeah. yeah. I think it started as like, okay, yeah, this is just something I'm going to do, you know, um, my like, you know, parents at the time were like, yeah, like, yeah, maybe try sports or whatever. Good way to mm. make friends. But I think it really developed into something else, you know, mm. um, I, I recommend everyone, like, even if you're, you know, you're out of, you know, for listeners who are out of high school or out of college, like, just play, you know, pickup games somewhere. You learn, like, such good team building activity or, you know, um, team building skills and, like, work ethic. So it kind of started off me at the young age just playing sports. I had no idea what I was doing. But then um, the summer before my senior year in high school, mm -hmm. Um, went to a really, really small school. We actually played nine-man football. That's how small we were. Oh, yeah? Where, so, where'd you go to school at? Uh, real, really small town in Minnesota. Okay. Yeah. So our football team was actually pretty good. Uh -huh. um, so a couple, there was like five of us. We actually went to this like sports institute like 20 miles from where we lived and this is where we actually learned how to train for the first time these were like actual personal trainers yeah. they knew um kind of what our goal was this is the first time we started with like supplementation mm. so oh, you know shit. i remember going you know i think it was uh yeah that summer before my senior year, going to gnc no idea what the hell i'm buying you yeah. know totally got taken by their salesman i bought like yeah, the yeah, gnc yeah. protein <laughs> and creatine but that was kind of the kind of the planted the seed and then um a few years later i actually moved out here okay. to uh to vegas and then um that first year i moved here i knew nobody uh -huh. you know it was just my brother um so i would just go to the gym because i really didn't have anything else to do other than mm -hmm. go to work mm -hmm. um and that's where i really set the foundation um I had zero ego. I was always like, I was like kind of that annoying kid who was always like, oh, why, why are you doing this exercise? Like, oh, what does this do? Mm -hmm. um, so and you just going out there just asking questions and just, you know, figuring things out. Yeah, literally. And I, I, like I said, I really just tried to like set my ego at the door. And then I was, I, I was on the bodybuilding.com forums, yeah, yeah. you know? So I like learned a lot through there and started, you know, trying different supplements um, and then it just kind of grew, you know, over the last nine years, I've been going to that same gym uh -huh. and, um, yeah, it just kind of developed into not only like a passion, you know, for me, but what a great way just to, you know, stay healthy, make sure, you know, cholesterol's low, all yeah, these, yeah. all these things that maybe I wasn't thinking about when I first started working out, uh -huh. you know, it's so funny. Um, when I first started work, when I first moved here, I weighed 164 pounds, 164 at what, uh, six how feet, tall are you? Six, six foot. feet. Yeah. Wow. So I was like a string bean. I was tiny and, um, I bulked all the way up. The heaviest I was, was a uh, 237. And how long did that take you to get to, uh, to long the time? Like really? six, seven years. Really? Yeah. Wow. So it was, um, 
it was interesting. You know, my journey's a little bit different. I kind of just start off like not knowing that, you know, I just want to go to the gym and kill some time. Um, but I bulked all the way up to 237. And when I was in my young twenties, I was like, I loved like my whole goal was like, I want to be the biggest motherfucker in the room, Mm -hmm. you know, look good, feel good. Um, got like, you know, attention from girls, right? Uh Like these are all, it was like awesome, you know? Um, and now, now that I'm getting like a little bit older, it's so crazy. My whole mindset's totally changed. I mean, don't get me wrong. I still want to like, you know, have a muscular frame, but now I'm more concerned about like my heart health, you know, I know right? my kidneys, right? How old are you? I'm 29. Okay. So yeah, I'm 33. So, uh, <laughs> I, sometimes I do reflect, you know, back on the reasons why I started going to the gym and and versus the how what the reasons why I go now and they're two totally different now man just my priorities my goals have changed dramatically before I just wanted to get fucking big dude <laughs> I just wanted to get huge I wanted to get big I wanted to uh, um uh I wanted to get girls I mean that's the only reason why we pretty much start off Agreed. Now it's just like I want to be healthy. I wanna, I wanna be able to uh, uh, pick up my grandkids uh, within with with zero pain. I want to be able to to do a full squat, you know, in my forties and fifties. I want to be able to to move around. I see the people that that go to our gym, uh, the elderly, <laughs> and I see how they move, and I'm like. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, dude. They can barely move. They can barely walk. And I'm like, dude, I don't want to be that way. And and at that time, uh, I was pretty much doing uh, um, just worry, um, concentrating on strength. So I would do, you know, 90, 95% of my max, you know, every other week and, and doing that with, with deads and squats and bench and overheads. And uh, I've noticed that I would get hurt a lot (laughs) when I would do stuff like that. And then I I see them and I'm like, dude, I don't want to be that way. Not at all. I don't want to be that way. And that's when I, I gave up that stuff. Okay. You know, I I still do some sort some sort of a strength uh, training, but not as intense. So you know, I'll do maybe like I don't know, eighty five, probably the most, mo- the most probably ninety. Mm-hmm. You know, if I have maybe like two more reps in the tank, then I'll just leave it right there. But not, once I know that my form and my technique is taking a shit, then I'll 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 take some of the weight off. That's smart, you know, and I'll and I'll do that, and then once I get that form and technique right with that weight, and then I'm comfortable to to raise the the weight up a little bit. I think that's so smart. So now let me ask you this: When did you start incorporating cardio? Because I know for me, I never did cardio. I've been lifting at our gym for um, since 2010. I never did cardio. I was just like, I want to get big, you know, lift as much fucking weight as I can. Is you know, go yeah. as little cardio, eat, you know, after working out, drink as much dextrose and protein as I can. Mm-hmm. And then it wasn't until like year five or six, I was like, okay, I need to start like running so my heart doesn't explode. So yeah. like, when did that happen for you? Or, or did you do cardio right out of the gate? I did cardio right out of the gate. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so okay. As, as soon as I started going to the gym, I started doing cardio every single day that I would go to the gym. So at like I said before, at that time I was uh, I grew up chubby. I grew up a, an overweight uh, a kid. So um, 
at that time, I just wanted to lose some weight, put on some muscle. So I would do cardio every single day for I do not know how long. Uh, shit, I don't even, yeah, I don't think I ever stopped okay. doing cardio. But I would do different types of cardio. So whether I would do like some type of circuit, some type of hit, uh, just or uh, steady state cardio, yeah. something like that. I always implemented that in in my programming. Now, as of late, I've been cutting back on the cardio. Okay. So I've been, instead of doing 30 minutes of steady state cardio, I would bring it back to maybe like 15 minutes. Okay. Uh, the least maybe 10. Uh, I started doing that as of late. Um, We're kind of on the opposite. It's so funny. Yeah. We're kind of the opposite. I'm like... Um, I'm recovering from this elbow injury. Mm-hmm. So I haven't lifted for the last three weeks and I've been trying to do like 30 or excuse me, 60 minutes of cardio a day uh-huh. just to like, you know, I know we were kind of talking earlier just to not get fat. Right. It's, yeah. like, it's so easy just to put but on do, weight. Do, but do you have a, uh, are, are you pretty active throughout the day or are you uh, sedentary? Yeah. I'm, you know, I wish I could say I was, but, um, so I was a pre-medical student. I would literally be at uh, our university's library for like 12 hours a day, just sitting on my ass and just, just reading, reading. listening to lectures. So uh-huh. when I would go to the gym, it would be, okay, I know I've done literally, like the most I walked was from my car to the library. See, okay, so that's what I don't, I don't find a problem with people doing that. If you're doing, if you had a sedentary lifestyle an hour cardio, it's probably going to be pretty good for you. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, but if for somebody that's super active and has it has a, a an active a, job, active job, uh, an intense workout, and then do an hour cardio, because there are some people like that in our gyms. Yeah, and uh, I don't think that's the the best thing for you. That's when you're. Um, uh, you're exercising or working now, it's probably going to be unhealthy for you. I agree a hundred percent. And the whole goal that we want to work out is to be healthy, right? Yeah. We don't want our workouts to like make us unhealthy over strain. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember, um, it was probably all the way back in 2014. Um, I like, I was only taking like part-time classes. My job was like super easy. So I was in the gym all the time and, um, I was squatting in the uh the one good squat rack at our gym the full cage <laughs> okay well that one yep and the one that's a little uh uneven um yeah, yeah little yeah, uneven floor, yeah <laughs> and uh i actually had a hernia ah. yeah an ing- inguinal hernia and um let me tell you that was like the worst you know it was interesting because it happened and i felt like this for lack of a better term maybe like a tickle Kind of really? like like two or three inches below my belly button. I was like, oh, this is weird. So obviously I, I stopped deadlifting. And um, I like went home, whatever, a day or two later. I thought I had like like weird acne. Hmm. I thought this was like a breakout or something. Like on your belly button? Like, like a couple inches below my belly button. Okay. Like my waistline. And um, I was like, oh, this is weird. So I like bought some like benzoic peroxide and was like putting it on what I thought was acne. Uh-huh. Six days later, this thing got huge and, um, I went, I was at work at the time and uh, I was like texting my girlfriend. She's like, you need to go to the hospital. So I took her advice. You know, the funny thing is as all this is going on, I'm an EMT. I'm working as an EMT. So you would think I would <laughs> kind of have an idea. Kind of, you know, figure it out. 
So I go there. It turns out I had a, a hernia. It got infected. So it was like a hernia and abscess at the same time. And uh, I just can't, I can't go back in that squat rack again. It's like in no. my head, I'm afraid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm so afraid of hernias oh. and bicep tears. I, uh, <laughs> any, okay. So, um, and it scares the shit out of me because I, I've known people that have had them and it's, it's not, it's not, uh, would not recommend. Yeah. Not recommended. <laughs> um, but sometimes like, during my workouts, I'll get so fucking scared. I get psyched out to the point I'll just stop and I'll quit. So I'll do like a dead loops, you know, and then uh, I'll feel something in my oh. gut. And I'm like, oh, boy. And I'll come back on the weight and then I'll just stick to that to, to lower in the weight. Or I'll do like some uh, some kneeling crunches and I'll, I'll feel something in my gut. And I'm like, oh, God, no, please. No, no, no. Play it safe. <laughs> yeah. Like, and I'm just like there just holding my gut. And I'm over <laughs> here feeling if there's anything like torn in there or just see anything that's popping out. And I'm like, shit, dude. Or... um. Or I, I like sometimes you know I'll go on YouTube and I'll, I'll watch uh, these compilations of people getting bicep tears, Ugh. and you see these big ass dudes you know pulling you know five hundred six hundred pounds you know, off the floor deadlifting, and then you just see the the bicep just looks just like a rubber roller. band going yeah, up. Yeah, it just rolls right up. I'm like, holy shit, dude! And I'm so terrified. And that's one of the reasons why I stopped doing mixed grip when I anytime that oh. I do deadlifts i used to do mixed grip yeah so for anybody that doesn't know what mixed grip is that's when you have one hand uh pronated uh um yeah pronated and then the other one uh supernated so one palm is facing down and the other one's facing up and that's a what mixed grip so that's how you pull um so i and i've noticed that every single time that somebody would get a bicep tear doing deadlifts oh. is because of the mixed grip Okay. So you have a little bit of slightly of a, but uh, your elbow is slightly bent. Some tension. So it, it creates a lot of tension on your bicep and your tendon. And then, boop. And then, of course, I mean, you're lifting 300, 400, 500, 600 pounds off the floor. Of course. But, uh, uh, and that's when I stopped. So that's when I started doing the overhand. That's uh, smart. I started doing that. And then not just that, but I'll put wraps just to make sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll put wraps on there. I'll do the overhead. I mean, uh, yeah, overhand. And I'll just start lifting like that. Now, uh, ever since I did that, I've noticed that my the, my, uh, the weight on the bar has slightly went down a little bit. But fuck it. I do not <laughs> care. Dude, I'm not getting a bicep tear. I just had a, a, a guy come in. Uh, that I interviewed uh, Garrett. Um, I saw his sling, his yeah. metal sling. Yeah, he had that, and he got it from bicep. To, uh, he uh, did a. He was doing rack pulls, but uh, first he did a. He was doing deadlifts, then he did a rack pull, and then he, boom. It's so interesting, you know. You see all these guys who are pulling, you know, five, six hundred pounds. And uh, a, I'm a little envious because I don't do deadlifts uh, for my hernia, <laughs> so I'll, I'll just put that out there up front. But b, I always think to myself. Is a grown man supposed to be pulling 600 pounds off the ground? Probably not. We're probably not built for that. Um, So I I like really agree with you on the whole mindset of like, and and, you know, unless, unless there's like a competitive athlete that's listening to this. Yeah, for sure. And then, yeah. And Garrett, he is a competitive athlete. He's a competitive uh, power lifter. So I get it in his situation, but I see guys out there, man, and they're just, they're just ripping shit off the floor and, and, and 
they're not competing. They they train like athletes, and I'm like, dude, you're gonna fuck yourself up for what? It's such an inch. Uh, so I right, we see this all the time at our gym. Our gym, just for people listening, it's a mix, right? We have some yeah, yeah. super fit guys there, and then we just have like your average run of the mill people there too. <laughs> and uh, I you know I see like you know these kids they're throwing weights around horrible form and it's like you don't want to say anything because you're just going to be perceived as a dick yeah it doesn't matter what you say Mm -hmm. or how like nice you try to say no one wants to be correct hey you know your deadlift form you should keep your backs you know no one wants to hear that so it's interesting because you you know the injury is happening it's not Uh. it's not if it's when Mm -hmm. you know so i know when i had my hernia i think one of the best things that i ever did and sometimes this is like a an uncomfortable conversation for some people. I just try to be very open with it. Once I was recovering, I asked my doctor if I could go on a TRT dosage or a testosterone replacement therapy, mm. just because I was like, A, I guess I'd always been curious about it. Yeah. And B, I was like, if there's any time for me to take gear or you yeah, know yeah, testosterone, yeah. this is the time to do it when I'm recovering from this hernia. And uh, I really think that was like one of the best things I ever did. I, I really recommend you know anyone in their late 20s, late 30s, Talk to your doctor about it, right? Do mm. it the right way. Get your blood work done. And just the benefits from that alone have been like, I'm just so glad I asked him, you know, my strength's better. I sleep better. Like my libido's great. Um, I honestly think, you know, as a, you know, hopefully I'll be a physician in four, four to seven years. Um, anyone in their forties, I'm going to recommend they get blood work done. Let's yeah. check your free test levels. Yeah. Cause it's just, I don't know why every, every older guy isn't on it. Well, I mean, I see a lot of guys, they go to uh, that little uh, new men the, health or the new age men. Yeah, health. I, I'll see them go before they go to the gym. They'll go there and they stop in there real quick. And then they go to the gym, to our gym. There's just like this little clinic there right next to our gym. <laughs> and I, I see some of the members going in there and then they'll come right into the gym and I mean, or like I'll see them right after the gym. They'll go straight into yeah. there. Um <clears throat> I've always been curious about it too. I'm just, you know, I'm so afraid of, of, of what it could do to me. Um, but I know there, there's, uh, if you take it responsibly and uh, you don't overdo it and, and you do check with your doctor, uh, you should be okay. Yeah, I agree. Like, so any, any responsible physician is not going to prescribe something that they shouldn't. I say that like, with, you know, some caveats, cause I'm sure there's yeah. things that happen all the time. Yeah. But, um, the reason that I recommend, like if anyone's ever thinking about this, go to your doctor, because I have friends who use gear. Um, some of whom go to our gym uh-huh. and they don't go to a doctor. And the way they describe it to me is like, once you're on, you're never going to want to come off. You, you're like a mm-hmm. quote unquote lifer, so mm-hmm. to say, because I mean, why do we go to the gym? We go to the gym to, you know, improve our fitness, get strong. And if you can take some substance, that's going to do all that for you. Of course, it's going to be addicting, yeah. right? You're going to get, you know, more muscle, less fat, metabolize foods, you know, uh, you know, God forbid you always hear the people who are taking trend and you see them like eating a thing of Oreos and they look shredded. You're I like, know. how is this happening? Right? <laughs> so, so that's why I would say, yeah, don't go down that dark alley, hit up, you know, hit up a doctor and, and see what they can do. I know. Do you. it right. You guys, come on. Um, we, 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 we got off a little track off a of little here. track. Oh, yep. We got off of a little bit, but, uh, uh, so where we last left off, uh, you started going to the gym, you came here to Vegas, uh, and, uh, didn't know anybody, nobody. Yeah. So the only thing that you can do is, uh, just go to the gym and just work out. Uh, um, uh, at 
at that time, did you you said you did you have any like specific goals on what you wanted or what you did or or was it just something for you to do or just to waste time? Like what what was that? So I say this jokingly, but uh, I would always tell people when I first started working out, I'm just I'm just trying to get uh, hotter than the sand and bigger than the ocean. Oh, look at that! Yeah. That's the <laughs> first time I've ever heard that one. Uh, That's a good one. I was just trying to get huge. I was just trying to put on mass. I would literally, um, that was my goal when I was going there. I was trying to, and I, I don't agree with this, you know, training method now that I'm, you yeah. know, an old, an older, maybe wiser man. Um, <laughs> I was just trying to lift as much weight, low reps, heavy weight. Um, and I was just eating all the time. It was disgusting. So when you first started here, uh, you were at 165. Yeah, 164 was, 164. The, was the scale. Yep. Yeah. So you were at 164 when you first started here, and all you did was just, uh, uh just low reps, uh, just and just eating. A, you know, did you know how much you were eating? Yeah, I was. I was like crazy about it. So I tracked all my macros on okay. the the, the MyFitnessPal app. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I still kind of use it. <laughs> it, right it's <laughs> you know what i find it's funny people always use it when they like feel like they're either getting like a little fat or like a little skinny they're like oh i should i should probably start tracking my macros it's kind of like a habit now dude i just been doing it for such a long time and just tracking my shit i have my food scale there i can pretty much throw some protein on there on the plate uh some carbs some fats and i can pretty much guesstimate on how and i get pretty close to it just because i've done it for so long now it's just kind of like a habit thing. I just put out the scale and just do it. Just I don't even look really much at the numbers or anything like that. So I don't know. It's just That's good because it seems like you've incorporated into your lifestyle. Yeah. You know, now it's yeah. just like you said, you don't even have to think about it. You know, you're just like eating healthily. Mm -hmm. Healthily, because that's a word. Yeah, you're yeah, eating we'll healthy. We'll, use it. we'll start it now, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's just it's just a lifestyle. So I think that should be that's like a really good goal for everyone. Uh -huh. But yeah, I was just um I was just trying to eat as much food as I can. I was and my macros were just I was being idiotic about it. I was like trying to get 350 grams of protein in a day wow did not need that much right but uh, but you got there though yeah it was Holy disgusting shit. um i'm not joking every morning when i woke up i would do two scoops away um and then on my way to work i would sip on serious mass mm. took me about a, uh about an hour to drink it just because it's it's a ton of carbs yeah yeah and then like an hour later i would be doing two packets of oatmeal and like because I was lazy back then, I would literally buy deli meat and just be like eating raw just deli eat meat. meat. <laughs> yeah, oh, and it was like everyone at work gave me crap, but uh, uh. it worked. Yeah, I actually so I weighed one sixty four when I got here. I bulked all the way up to two twelve on my own. Um, and I, I don't even know why I call that on my own because that's kind of discrediting it. But um, then I had my hernia right when I weighed about two twelve in uh, two thousand fourteen. Um, took me a couple months to, um, recover. I, and you know, the funny thing is throughout that whole process, I didn't even lose that much weight. Oh no. I think I lost like maybe five. I was, I never b dipped back below 200. Um, and that's when I asked my doctor, um, about TRT and, um, that helped me get all the way up to, to 237, which I would not recommend. That was mm. not a fun weight. Um, mm. my face, um, you know, my girlfriend, she would always tell me like, your face looks so round. Like I look at pictures from me back then. And I, I was like, I was kind of chubby. Mm -hmm. Right. And there, and, there, and your body, th th that's the thing about the body. Uh, uh, your body is comfortable at a certain weight and it, and it'll sometimes fight with you 
on 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 trying to put more mass on. Like right now, I'm currently struggling with that right now. Okay. I've been stuck at 175 for quite a while. And I've been trying to bulk up. I've been trying to put on mass slowly, very slow bulk. It's the best way uh, to do it. So yeah, so I if I can gain maybe like a pound or two of lean muscle a year. That's great. I think, yeah, that would be perfect. That would be great. But I've been at 175 for a while now, and uh, I don't. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm eating, I'll, you know, I'm tracking my shit, and it's just, I don't know. It's, it, I feel like my, my body is really comfortable where it's at right now. So, uh, yeah, I'm currently struggling with that shit. I'm, I'm trying some new stuff here and there, tweaking some stuff here and seeing if that works. But I think my body's pretty comfortable where it's at right now. So, yeah, I agree with literally everything you just said. You know, I have a, my degrees in biology and it's so funny. We always talk about like homeostasis. I'm sure we've all heard of this. It's, it's kind of like, just like your quote unquote normal point, Yeah. you know? So 175 is probably your, you know, your set range, you know, give or take a few pounds. And yeah. it's so tough to kind of get out of that normal set range. It's it's like mm. the things you have to do to get there. It's, it's, you know, it's not only just eating in excess, mm-hmm. you know, but then that's a whole nother mind game too. Cause you're like, you're trying to get big, but you're not trying to get fat, mm-hmm. you know? And then the other thing too is it's, and, and this is one of the most underrated things with fitness. If there's anything that you guys get out of this, I hope it's like, sleeping your sleep schedule is so important oh yeah for sure like there's no way you're going to like let's say you're trying to bulk like you mm-hmm. or you're trying to cut up literally the body does its you know repair processes when we're sleeping you yeah. know rest and digest mm-hmm. um so yeah it's i always tell people regardless of their fitness their fitness goals let's start with like maintain a healthy sleep schedule yeah and it's funny you say that because this whole entire week has been a shitty week for me <laughs> for when it comes to sleeping it's been horrible on monday i i um i i went to sleep or i usually go to sleep around you know eight thirty, nine o'clock every day or every night <clears throat> And I woke up at midnight and I wasn't able to go back to sleep. And I stood up that whole entire time. Uh, so now I've been, uh, for the people that, uh, that do listen to, to this podcast, everybody, uh, you guys know that I've been trying out different strains. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. So I've been trying different strains and to help me out. Uh, Cause I feel I'm not clinically, uh, I'm not diagnosed or anything, but I feel like I have ADHD. Okay. So I've been having some, I need something to kind of just calm me down and just, you know, focus on what I have to do. <clears throat> but, uh, so I've been trying some stuff out and, uh, I've been, uh, I, I have had this uh, strain, it's a hybrid and it's more of an indica dominant. Uh, okay. So I've been doing that before I go to sleep. Yeah. And I've been having the best sleep okay. <laughs> for such a long time. I'm a really light sleeper. Oh. So anything will wake me up barks uh, my, my my daughter sleeps with me so sometimes she'll hit me you know she sometimes she'll go and and sleep on my shoulder and it'll wake me up and i'll have a hard time going back to sleep i'll hear my dog barking i'll hear the fan it's just yeah it's a complete fucking mess so uh i've been doing that and i'll i won't even wake up in the middle of the night oh that's I just, great I, I wake up until the next morning dude but i don't want to be dependent on that shit so that's a tough, right? I get it. That's a, that's a valid uh, concern. You know, 
without going too far down this rabbit hole, I'm just so glad they legalize it here in our state, Nevada, because yeah. I do think there is a medicinal use here. Uh-huh. You know, plus like if we're gonna have you know alcohol and other things like that, this yeah, is might as well, might as well, right? Might but as well. <laughs> it's so funny you talk about that with sleep though, because um, you know the few times I've used it, I've uh, I I can't I I don't like sativa. I I have to do indica. You know? Okay. Yeah, I get like I, crazy. I have on to it. do sativa. Really? Yeah, I have to do sativa because uh, it just gives me that energy and it helps me just slow things down a little bit. When I'm on sativa, I feel like my brain just shuts off. Okay. It just shuts off, and the only thing that I'm focusing on are what my eyes are laying on. Okay. That's it. When I'm indica, I'm so fucking lazy. <laughs> I don't want to do shit. My fucking appetite is just through the roof. So it's that, funny how this affects different people, <laughs> you know, right? right? It's like it's all so, over the place. And that's the thing about, about fitness. And, and then right now I'm, I'm trying to be a personal trainer and I'm trying to, you know, help people out with their goals. So, and, and it, and it sucks to, to figure things out for somebody because everybody's body is so different. 100% from, from one to, from the other to the other. It's just so different and, and it's frustrating and, and, it's just it's complicated and you know if you have a problem it's probably you know nine different things that we need to try out to figure it out what it is that that's causing this problem and it's just that's the one thing that sucks about uh, that sucks about the body it's so complex and we still haven't figured shit out no. when it comes to the body and how it really works and and how things really function and you know it's just they're debunking stuff from like studies that are popping up here and there and it's just like oh, it's perfect, crazy to see uh, a perfect example of this is our food pyramid you know yeah, yeah. like 10 years ago they're like eat a ton of carbohydrates you know mm-hmm. and now it's like okay uh, maybe we should be focusing more on like a vegetable and protein portion yeah. right of our diets so this has been like you know, you talk about everyone's different. I just could not agree more, you know, and it's the whole thing, you know, like you might have to try nine different things. Mm-hmm. You could be trying nine different things and one of those might be for you, but you might have to try that one thing three different times yeah. before it sticks, you know, it sticks. this is like a perfect example of, you know, when I first started working out, I was like, oh, personal trainers, they're a waste of money. Man, have I done a 180 on that. If anyone's <laughs> struggling with their fitness goals, spend, you know, the couple bucks to get a personal trainer. You're fast tracking your health. And like, I don't, you know. And as- honestly, I've had, I was having this discussion with a, a, a personal trainer, a, a friend of mine, and it sucks that personal trainers are not under healthcare. I agree. Wow, that's and a good. Be, and they should be under healthcare because I mean that's basically what we do. We try to get your shit back on track. I can't. I'm like literally. I'm having that epiphany right now. I've never thought about that, but that is such a like literally such a great yeah. idea. Plus, these insurance companies would save so much money. Mm-hmm. You know, all these drugs that we prescribe. You know, the U.S. were like the number one prescriber for pain oh, medication yeah, for sure. So it's like for sure. What a great idea! Yeah, I, literally, as soon as you said that, I was like. I don't think it'll ever happen, and I don't even know how to get things started like that. But I'm running for Senate in 30 years, um, so you guys, you guys heard it here first on this podcast. <laughs> but we got off track again, my man. <laughs> so we need my to bad. Go, we need to go back at <laughs> Reoccurring it. Reoccurring theme. Uh, uh, <laughs> but that's the beauty about this podcast. You know, we just have real conversations with real people. But um, so when we last left off, last left off, uh, you were eating a. Uh, 
tremendous amount of food, eating three hundred over three hundred grams of protein. Uh, how many calories were you eating? Do you uh, easily remember five thousand. Five thousand, and, and you were able to do it every single time. Not not every day, right? Uh-huh. You know, um, I think the big thing is just to be consistent over a long period of time. Yeah, but it was disgusting. I would go like almost every meal. You're eating until you cannot eat anymore, and it's just that's just not healthy. Yeah, you know that is not a healthy lifestyle. Plus the amount of protein. You know, now I get my blood work done every couple months. I wish I would have done that back then because I guarantee the amount of protein that I was taking was not healthy for my kidneys. Yeah. You know, there's just no way. So I bulked all the way up to 237 and uh, I kind of had that moment in the mirror that um, I just saw myself and I was like, I look like a kind of a round bowling ball. You know, I was like strong as fuck. You Uh know, I was putting up 365 on the flat bench. Um didn't do a lot of squatting because I was just, I was in my head after the hernia. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just, I realized that long term, this is not how I'm going to be. So, you know, from that point on, I've really, um, I've really tried to make cardio a staple of my workout. Mm-hmm. Um, even if it's, you know, don't get me wrong. I'm doing 60 minutes a day right now, but that's because I'm battling an elbow injury. Yeah. But everyone I think should be putting at least 20 minutes in a day. You know, the cardio Some type of cardio. Yeah. Something like you said, yeah, whether yeah. it's treadmill, Stairmaster, circuit training, superset your, you know, your weight training, or even, you know, walking. Yeah. Like, just go out and, you know, and go around your neighborhood and go walk around the, the neighborhood. Go walk your dog. I mean, do something. One hundred percent, you know, because these are the things that, you know, 20 years from now, you know, your cholesterol is going to be low, you know, all your liver enzymes. So. It's just been interesting to see, you know, I guess kind of reflecting on my own fitness journey Mm. over these last nine or 10 years. And I'm so curious what it's going to look like in the next 10 years, you know? Dude, I I don't even know. When it comes to me, I don't even know where I'm going to be at in the next 10 years. Like, I I know that my training it's going to be totally different from <laughs> from what I'm doing today but yeah man I don't know like I I mean I've said it I feel I want to forever bulk yeah you know, forever for, bulking uh, forever bulking uh, if, uh like I said before a, a a pound or two of lean muscle mass a year is good with me. If I'm getting a little fluffy, if I notice they're starting to get a little fluffy, then I'll just, you know, I'll cut back on some of the eating or maybe I'll add a little bit more uh, uh, cardio. You know, there's so many different uh, things that you can do just to lose some weight. Absolutely. But uh, but yeah, man, I like the volume that I have, the intensity that I have uh in my workouts i don't know if i'll be able to do it at the age of 43 those <laughs> so, joints so those exactly those joints so maybe who knows so maybe we'll do another podcast in 10 years yeah and then we'll talk about <laughs> how our uh how our workouts have changed maybe shit i'll probably start doing yoga maybe i'll start doing uh i don't know crossfit stuff. yeah <laughs> well, I mean, uh, or, not. or not yeah <laughs> i don't know but i know for sure yeah it's 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 something that's always run through my mind you know as the the older that i get i know my 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 body is not bouncing back as you know it once 
did. One hundred percent. So uh, I need to. Uh, yeah, it's 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 kind of scary to think just because this is what I've always wanted to do. Now to tell me that hey, you're probably not going to be doing all this shit right now, and you're going to start doing yoga. So right, <laughs> we're resorting to uh, we're falling back to the yoga. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I think you hit the nail on the head though for on two different things. You know, you said like we're always figuring new things out. Like we, like the body, it's so complex. We're always learning new things. Like how many times have we heard that study? Coffee's good for you. Coffee's bad for you. Drink a glass of wine. Don't drink a glass of wine a day. So it's like, we're always learning these new things. Who knows what the fitness environment's going to look like in mm -hmm. 10 years. And then the other thing too, is just the physiological changes that we're going to go through. You know, oh, yeah. our bodies are going to be producing less testosterone. Our thymus is going to be producing less T3, T4, you know, like, I just, I hope, I see some of these old guys. There's one guy at our gym in particular. I think he's like 67. Bald guy, wears glasses. Um, this guy's in like the greatest shape ever. Oh, yeah, I know who you're talking about. You know exactly. The guy what? has abs. The guy has abs. The guy has abs. Yeah, If you see this guy at our gym, yeah, he's like, right, yeah, like 67 years old. Bald guy, um, uh, always wearing a tank. Always. But, but he, if you see him, he's super shredded, though. Like he's super shredded. He's doing stuff that a lot of sixty-seven-year-olds are not doing. Um, uh, I think I talked to him once, and I think he was a, a, a he was in he was gymnastics or something. Yeah. Right? So in college, he uh -huh. did gymnastics, and he said it's one of the best things ever because he just learned how to eat mm -hmm. cleanly. Mm -hmm. Um, and he um he actually does thirty minutes of cardio a day. Mm -hmm. And I ran into him at Trader Joe's once, mm -hmm. and. I look, you know, you're talking to someone, you know, glance in their cart. It totally made sense. Yeah. This guy's got like quinoa, chicken breast, chia seeds. And I'm like, yep, this makes sense. Yeah, I mean, everything. Yep. There you go. <laughs> it all it. adds up. Yeah, it all adds up. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's, it's crazy to see, you know, I mean, the guy, you know, the guys do it. He, he does it. I mean, he, he's in there every single day. He, he's he's working out and you know he's doing stuff that i can't even do you know it's just incredible to see what the body can do um at you know at any age yeah uh, at any age but uh um especially 67 yeah and the guy looks good man like seriously like no joke the guy looks i have to give him i have to give him credit the guy looks really good for his age he, he doesn't look 67 no. especially especially when you when you see his body it doesn't look like a 67 year old it's so funny i was just explaining this guy to my girlfriend and we've all seen that picture of like the 60 year old dude on tv you know he's got like his shirt off he's wearing jeans he looks super fit this guy in our gym makes him look like a like a like a fat guy. And I should probably have him on the podcast. Then. You should. I should probably have him on here. He would totally do it. Yeah. Yeah. Totally do I'm it. I have to ask. Him. What a great perspective that would be to have him on because, I mean, I've listened to a, a bunch of your episodes, but I don't think you've had anyone that old on. No. Mm -mm. So that would be that would be such an and just to kind of maybe hear, I would love to hear his take on how not only the fitness industry, but how like nutrition has changed over the last 30 or 40 years mm. from when he was a gymnast in college and things like that, that would be super entertaining. And especially like, uh, just, 
you you see all these fads and 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 trends when it, when it comes to nutrition throughout the whole throughout the years. I remember like in the nineties, it was uh, what was it? Uh, the Atkins shit, and then uh, it was like uh, what was it? It was Weight uh, Watchers, Weight was Watchers, big. Jenny Craig. You had low fat, high carb. Then you have high fat, low carb. Then you had a. Uh, there's so much shit right now, and right now it's like the whole keto thing that's out there. And I have some just, mixed feelings on that. I know, me too. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't want to get into a big <laughs> tangent and start <laughs> ranting, and then just especially the shit that I see on Facebook all the fucking time, and just like, oh, uh, dude. But uh, uh, before I get heated, let's go back to you. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so you just started. You started uh, just. Putting on the mask. Yeah. Huh? You started just lifting the weights. You started seeing the changes in your body and it gets addicting, doesn't it? Oh you my start gosh. seeing the, the changes. You start seeing the mass. You start seeing the muscles. You start seeing the strength gains and it starts becoming a little addicted. Did it ever become like a problem for you that way? Or Yeah, actually, it, de- it definitely did. I remember, um, you know, you look in the mirror and you're seeing these changes happen in front of you and it's totally addicting. And then Mm. it gets reinforced by the attention that you get. You know, I used to work on the strip in a casino and it's like, you work with all these different employees, you get attention from, you know, other girls. You'd get, I'd get, the funny thing is I would go out to like a nightclub and Mm. guys would come up to me and it's like the meme almost like, yo, how much you bench, bro, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, it's so so weird. Right. It's like, (laughs) but it, it reinforces you you're like it kind of it kind of makes your head grow right you're like you know yeah. i am like a bad motherfucker walking around here oh yeah for sure and uh the point that i knew it got bad for me is it was it was like taking over my lifestyle to the point where i'd go to dinner with my girl and um you know if they didn't have something on the menu that i wanted you know like whether it was chicken or steak or or whatever something that i could eat clean to hit my macros i would get like super butthurt about it you mm. know and it would like affect my you know not only my day but my relationship and i'm like this this is just not um physically where i want to be or mentally because it takes a strain to to get you know bigger than what you're probably supposed to be healthily mm. healthy um there's a lot of maintenance that goes in here. It's like you're always eating. And then I re- I remember this, but like this is kind of an inside joke between my friends and I, but um, I got sick. I think I had the flu, whatever. I lost like 10 pounds. And everyone that I worked with in other departments, they knew I was like very like, you know, quote unquote forever bulking. Yeah. Like you said. Mm-hmm. And um, I knew it was like taking over my mind when someone from another department, a female a middle-aged girl and she asked she kind of jokingly said you know oh hey robert you're looking kind of small and oh boy (laughs) right like i could just (laughs) feel it so of course like a jackass i responded yeah well you're looking a little fat oh man not okay not the the best thing to tell a woman (laughs) yeah would don't do that guys um so that's when i kind of realized like this is um just so much maintenance always having to worry about like When's my next meal? Where's my food? Prepping every morning because I would cook every morning. Uh-huh. So how long were you doing that? Like how like how long were you battling that or had that mentality? For how for how long were you uh, struggling with that? It was probably two years. Two years. Yeah. Just, yeah. Because part of you, part of you likes being that big. Yeah. You know, you like, um, and it just sounds so silly thinking about it now. But like, I remember walking into class you know, 
at school and just people be like, oh yeah, that's, that's a big dude, you know? Mm-hmm. And you kind of like, I don't know, maybe it gets in your head, you get used to that, whatever. Um, so I think that's maybe why I tried to hold on to it for those two years. Yeah. Um, and then as I got older, I'm like, you know, my focus kind of shifted, um, from being, you know, this super fit guy or, or whatever, big guy, whatever you want to call it. Um, to more like kind of my, uh, my studies, my school, mm-hmm. I think that's kind of what sucked me, um, out of that, like, uh, I, I guess you could call it kind of a dangerous lifestyle. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, it, it can be dangerous and we just, it, it's, it's an addiction. It's, it's pretty much a drug, you know, it, we, we see that, you know, we, we, we go in there in the gym and we bust our ass and then we get the results. You know, we don't just see them, but we also, you know, we're, we're attracting, you know, all this attention on us and it becomes addicting. You know, we all love the attention that we get oh, yeah. you know, from this. You know, people will ask us questions and we get these looks from women or from women or even shit. I get more hit on by men than women, <laughs> yeah. dude. Um uh, but yeah, but I mean, it, it, it's cool. And, and, and to, you know, we get these compliments all the time and it's just, you know, it's, I've learned that the more and more time that I'm spent in the gym, the more that I'm finding out that it's, it's the most insecure, uh, people that yes. you will probably ever meet. Uh, the gym, if you're trying to find insecure, uh, into uh, insecure people, just go to the gym. We're every one of us has something going on. We have insecurities, whether you know, and and also I brought it this up too at, at, a, at a, uh, a past podcast is that I feel like everybody in the gym has some type of, of body dysmorphia. We all have at some certain level. Uh, we all have some type of body dysmorphia because I get compliments, you know all the time and then but i'll look and i'll take my shirt off and I'll look in the mirror and i'm like dude what the <laughs> fuck happened to you dude what the fuck is going on like even compliments like compliments like people would throw me compliments and i'm like and in my head i'm like dude shut the fuck up like i, I don't look that good you're just you're not, now you're being an asshole and you're just you know this is the shit that runs through my head you know you hit the nail on the head with everyone to some extent has some type of body dysmorphia there. You know, one of my friends who lives, lifts there, this dude's jacked. Um, the guy, you look at him, you're like, this is a big dude lean. And you ask him, he's like, ah, oh, I'm, I'm working on my love handles. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm looking fat. And it's like, no, you're not. You're mm-hmm. definitely not. You know? And I think it's one of those things that we're just our own, uh, biggest, you know, we critique ourselves. We are our more own worst else. enemies. Yeah. Yeah, really. And you know, mm. sometimes this can be good, right? We're going to the gym to better ourselves because it's so much more about more than just fitness. Mm. You know, you kind of you want to go to the gym. You know, clear your mind, relieve some stress. So it's more than just fitness. But once it kind of takes goes down that dark alley of it's all about looks, mm. that's where I think you can kind of start to lead maybe a. Uh, an unhealthy lifestyle. Oh yeah, for sure. And we all, all of us, I don't care who you are. We all fell in that trap. You know, whether, you know, we, we start, you know, uh, we, we, we fall in love with the, with the, how people are giving these compliments and you know, how we're seeing these results. And plus I just don't think it's natural for, um, 
us to criticize ourselves so much, you know? It's like a lot of times... I think it is natural, actually. (laughs) So maybe healthy is the word I'm looking for. Probably not healthy because we do criticize ourselves so much, but like, we'll go to the... You know, I'll speak for myself. I'll go to the gym. I remember the first time I hit 365 on the flat bench and I was Uh like, I should have been pumped, you know? I should have been like super excited, but I was like pissed off that I didn't load 370 on the bar because mm-hmm. I'm like I could have totally hit 370 yeah. and it's like we we kind of marginalize all these good things that we're doing in the gym and we just we're only focusing on the negative like oh I'm trying to get my lower abs to come in or uh-huh. stuff like that right and uh-huh. it's like in the long run mentally that's probably not um super healthy if we were to do this over a long uh-huh. period of time so when did it hit you that are like this is becoming a, a problem here i need to start changing things up 100 percent. yeah great question so i remember i was where it got the worst for me is i realized that i wanted to um, dedicate my life to medicine mm-hmm. I, I wanted to try to become a physician so that was always a passion for you it's something that you always wanted to do you know it's so funny i wish i could tell you yes but no huh. i actually started off wanting to be a firefighter Okay. So I became an EMT and I was working out and, you know, that was kind of its own animal in itself. You know, I got a lot of attention, you know, being an EMT, being fit. And I started to realize I didn't like the firefighting aspect so much. I liked the medicine aspect. Mm, so okay. then I thought, um, I thought, okay, I want to, I want to become a PA, a physician's assistant. So I kind of changed my thought process a little bit. And then, um, gosh, I, I, I hope this doesn't sound stupid, but like I saw other students who were pre-med who were telling people, yeah, I'm going to become a doctor. And I'm like, if these guys can do it, there's no way in hell I can't do it. Yeah. So I kind of just stumbled upon it. And then what really solidified it for me is I volunteer. There's a, a clinic here in town that tailors to uh, low income are disadvantaged people. Uh-huh. Sometimes they're immigrants, you know, legal aliens, and this clinic helps them out. Mm-hmm. No fees, it's all free. All the physicians are volunteer-based. Okay, cool. So I started volunteering there, and that's what solidified why I wanted to become a physician. So I tell you all of this because what got me out of that negative um, place where I was just weighed, weighed way too much than I should have is I was trying to juggle schoolwork and being this 237 pound monster. Mm-hmm. And I knew something had to give, right? <laughs> um, and once it, it was so funny, it almost just like clicked in my head. I'm like, you know, me going to the gym and spending all this time cooking food and having to worry about food, this is taking away from the bigger goal. So once I kind of like that clicked in my head, it was super easy, you know? Really? Wow. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't hard at all. I, I kind of just refocused my energy on what I wanted to do. And, um, I, you know, I tell you all this, that it was easy, but there was a two or three month period, you know, cause, cause once I stopped eating all that food, once I stopped eating to be stuffed every meal, yeah. I dropped down to 220. That's about where I float 220. Okay. Yep. And, um, those first couple, you know, month or two, it was t- a total mind fuck. You know, you feel small. Oh my God. <laughs> right. <laughs> and it's funny because I'm going to school with like these 21 year old guys who are like, you know, they weigh like 160 dripping wet. Yeah. And I'm telling myself I look small, right? Yeah, like right? If that's not body dysmorphia. I don't know what is. <laughs> um, but yeah, after I kind of got through that, like two or three months, don't get me wrong. I still like to look good, feel good, be healthy. But once I kind of realized, you know, figured out my priorities, mm-hmm. letting the whole 
you know, I need to be in the gym three hours a day cooking all that kind of just slowly, slowly went to the wayside. So I guess the better question is where I am, where am I am now? Mm -hmm. You know, what am I doing now? Yeah. Um, I, I try to, you know, eat healthy, you know, lean proteins and stuff like that. And I'm in the gym probably four or five times a week, but my workouts are no more than 75 minutes. Okay. So they used to be way longer. Oh, I was in there for three hours. And oh, shit. I, I wish I could tell you that was a productive three hours, but it wasn't. You know, ha, you know, probably of that three hours in the gym, probably 45 minutes, you know, was me stroking my ego, so to say. You know, people come up to me, oh, hey, what do you recommend for this? Uh-huh. And uh, I was just thinking to myself, oh my gosh, I'm so glad this person, I can't wait to tell them how to, <laughs> you know, increase their incline bench, you know? Uh-huh. Um, so it just wasn't productive. Now I, I go in, like I said, I, I haven't been lifting for the last couple of weeks because my elbow, but when I am lifting, I'm going to lift for an hour, maybe do 15, 20 minutes of cardio in and out because I'm lifting and working out to be healthy now. Mm-hmm. I'm not lifting to, fill some alter ego or some person that I think I have to be, yeah. you know? So that's kind of where my goals, I think have changed there. So, so your goals are now just to be healthy and just to, to, yeah, to, to have a healthy lifestyle. Absolutely. Yeah. But you, you know, don't, so you don't have any goals of, uh, putting on a little bit more muscle mass or losing a little weight or getting stronger or it's so funny because, um, cause I, I've, cause I've tried just to do like the whole, uh, maintaining and just to be healthy. And I got tired of that <laughs> shit real quick, real, real quick. Cause I was at a point where I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm, good where i'm at right now like i'm happy on the progress that i've made I, I love the way my body looks i think it's time for me just to you know to 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 you know just you cruise know. control yeah pretty much just cruise control and just maintaining the weight and just you know focus on other things and then i think it was what maybe like two or three months into it and i'm like dude i had fucking enough of this shit <laughs> i have no motivation to go to the gym uh it's just it's not fun anymore so uh uh, that's when i decided like all right i'm gonna start forever bulking and you know and you know doing that but when i tell people when people tell me that they want to just start i'm just gonna you know just maintain i'm like so let me ask you this because (laughs) i think all literally all of you said is just spot on you know um i think and i could be wrong i want to get your opinion on this i think when people say I just want to be healthy, and, and I hope this isn't the case for me, but I feel like when people say, oh, I'm just trying to be healthy, they're kind of maybe setting the stage for them to be lazy. You know, they're kind of like, oh, I'm just trying to be healthy, which means maybe I'll go to the gym two or three times, yeah. you know? Um, so I don't know. It's it's interesting. I um, I think the way that I like to best describe it to my friends, it's kind of a mind fuck. Oh yeah, for sure. You know, it's like for sure, man. You, you you're so used to being looking a certain way, but I know I'm just kind of. I actually commissioned into the Air Force in a couple months, um, and I'm just really trying to get some some cardio legs underneath me because mm-hmm. I know I'm going to be. I'm sure I'll be doing a, ru- a lot of running in officer training, and then um, the other thing is I'm trying to mentally prepare um, when medical school starts this fall. Okay, I'm I'm going to be able to go to the gym. You know. 20 or 30 minutes a yeah. day, maybe, maybe three or four times a week. Uh-huh. So that's like the ultimate mind fuck I'm trying to oh, yeah, prepare my, my head for. So yeah, it's going to be an interesting, you know, next couple months to see how I 
see how I can manage transitioning into like a, a different part of my life. And that's the other thing though too is about the, about the body it adapts uh so fast so fast to, to to whatever you throw at it. So I mean, you know, if you're doing a if you once you start medical school and you start doing on like two like you said maybe <laughs> two or three maybe two or three days a week. Mm-hmm. I mean, how is that going to how do you think it's going to affect you? Yeah, great question. So I, I this is honestly like on my mind to more than it should be. Yeah. Um, so you know we all produce cortisol, the stress hormone, and um, this can negatively impact our body big time. Oh yeah, for sure. It, it can actually deteriorate. Believe this or not, uh, part of the pituitary gland, which is like the master gland in your body. So I'm thinking to myself, I know I'm going to be stressed as fuck in medical school, <laughs> right? Like I need to find a healthy way to <laughs> relieve my stress, reduce my cortisol levels. So I'm kind of like I'm trying to think of a couple different things. I'm a I'm like, I would like to think I'm one of the most structured people out there. Okay. So whether am, am I going to schedule my cardio every morning or, um, a friend of mine just bought one of those, um, desks that have like the, the cycle, the pedaling underneath. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're talking about. So that's an idea. Um, I know I'm going to need to do something though. Cause I'm, I'm really, I'm very much a busy body. Mm-hmm. So like I need to be doing something, but, um, I think the other really useful thing that I just did is I read this book called, uh, can't hurt me okay. by David Goggins. Most of people probably don't know his name, but this is, um, he's really big in the fitness industry. He was the Navy seal. He weighed 300 pounds. He had to lose a hundred pounds to get in the seals. He's on like all these fitness shows. Now he runs like these 130 mile like marathons. Oh, shit. The dude's a beast. But the reason I like him, I would encourage people to read his book is this guy's mind is bulletproof. Mm. He is one of the most mentally strong person. He, t- he talks about, you know, he's going on these 130 mile runs and he always tells himself like, what if I could actually pull this off? Uh-huh. You know? So it's such an interesting read. This guy went through uh, like hell week three different times. The dude's running on broken feet bones in his foot feet he had to use duct tape i wish i could make this up uh-huh. um he had to use duct tape so you just you know you're talking about like the body is capable of so many things uh-huh. can you imagine the body trying to compensate for broken bones in your foot trying to get through navy seal training it's crazy right it's like mm. um so that's so like, is, is he so okay is it is that is that uh um uh, uh, is he mentally strong or is he just fucking <laughs> stupid for doing what the shit that he's doing? Yeah, Maybe a, he's a little bit of an ego a little bit. I mean, or is it, I don't know, man. It's just, just like, dude, you have broken feet. Yeah. Calm the fuck down. I agree a hundred percent. I right? mean, I don't think anybody is going to criticize the guy for, or, or, you know, uh, uh, challenging him, you know, with the shit that he just went through. So, I mean, I don't know. I mean, when I hear shit like that, it's like, I mean. That's to like the oomph degree, right? Yeah. And to do, I mean, call me crazy, but to duct run. Duct tape. <laughs> duct tape. Yeah, he was in <laughs> Navy SEAL training. And to do, to do that kind of stuff, you got to be a little crazy, I think. Yeah. No yeah, sane actually, that's person. True. That's true. That's very, very that. true. But honestly, just that book, I would recommend it. I listened to the audio book. Um, I didn't mm-hmm. actually read it, but just it kind of gave my view on fitness a little bit different. You know, mm-hmm. he talks about like we set so many mental barriers for ourselves. Um, and I just, after reading that, I was like, okay, that's like, you think you can do 
this, but in reality, you can do so much more than it, mm-hmm. it's, you know, whether it's physically or all these other things. So I think that's the mindset that I'm going to bring when I'm trying to figure out ways to sneak in my cardio throughout the day. Like I can, I'll figure it out. I just, you know, having the mindset, I know I'm going to do it. You know, uh-huh. am I going to buy this stupid pedal desk or am I going to do my cardio in the morning or, um, you know, someone was recommending maybe buying a bike, biking to school. I mean, there's so many different ways yeah. for people to get their cardio in mm-hmm. or, you know, weight training or whatever. It's just, it's okay to be creative about it, mm-hmm. you know? So currently right now you're, you're, uh, you're dealing with some injuries, right? Yeah. So I don't know if it's, um, I don't know if it's like golfer's elbow or if I have a strain in my lower left bicep, but I haven't been able to lift for three weeks. So for three weeks and, and. I mean, you still look pretty jacked. Well, I appreciate it. <laughs> I was like, holy shit. <laughs> but uh, so, but the, the hernia, that one's good. Totally healed, yep. Um, I, was, I would like to think I was pretty smart in my recovery. Mm-hmm. I didn't go to the gym for two months. When I did get back to the gym, not, doing nothing crazy. I don't squat anymore, which could be good or bad, you know? Mm-hmm. I just try to do like leg press, um, I do a lot of like, um, and that's just because you're you're afraid to to uh, to do it. Yeah, just I'm just a. I don't want to. You know, I'm a little bit. I'm 29 now, so like, I'm always afraid. Like, if I get injured, maybe I won't. You know, w- you and I, we're not recovering like a 21 year old. No, not anymore. <laughs> you know, so I don't. I guess I just want to. You know, trying to avoid any long term injuries. But yeah, the, yeah. the hernia is healed. Um, I'm just kind of nursing this elbow but uh-huh. i'm gonna start uh monday in a couple of days i'm gonna try to give it a go on some light weights on some light weights yeah and it's so it's probably so you haven't been lifting for the last three weeks uh how is your mental state not be able to <laughs> lift any kind of weight because for me i had okay so recently uh, I had four of my wisdom teeth pull out. Oh, wow. So they told me like, hey, you can't do any heavy lifting. You can't, you know, less than probably maybe, yeah, maybe less than 50% of your max. Yeah. You can only lift. So those workouts were the worst workouts <laughs> that I've ever done. I had to, to, it's such a struggle to be able to have that, you know, that, that governor to be able to have that, you know, all right, you need to stop right here. It's so fucking hard to do. And those three weeks, it was such a struggle for me to do that because I would, you know, I'll just, I'll just do fucking <laughs> uh, bicep curls with like, I don't know, like 10 or 15 pounds. And I'm over here trying to figure out ways on how to just challenge myself with that amount of weight. And I just, I was just like, fuck it. I'm not doing this shit. And then, and just looking at myself in the mirror and just feeling like I'm just literally just getting smaller and smaller and (laughs) smaller and then not changing up my diet because I was still eating kind of the same stuff. I had to switch, switch some stuff here and there, but but uh just uh, just looking at myself in the mirror and i'm like dude and then seeing other people lift the the amount of weight that they can do and i'm like dude i can beat that guy that's the worst and it's just like fuck dude it's just just a huge fucking mind fuck so uh, i don't know how you're dealing with it but uh to me man that shit was a uh major struggle for me it's so funny because uh, i was grabbing dinner with my girlfriend last night and Mm -hmm. i haven't lifted for three weeks i'm down about six pounds 
Okay. I weigh around like 215 right now. Normally, I float around 222. I know it sounds that's that's my like I step on the weight. I know I'm gonna weigh 222 yeah. pounds. So I've lost like six or seven pounds. I'm like, you know, I'm going to do this fitness podcast here. I'm <laughs> going to show up looking like a small. And she's like, what, what are you talking about? You're not, you know, so it's, yeah, it's all yeah, this yeah. mind game. Right. But I think one of the things that helped me kind of overcome that, cause it's tough, right? Oh my God. You want to yeah. go hit the weights you want. And it, you, oh my gosh, you're like, I feel like you're, you're speaking to my soul when you're saying <laughs> you're, you see other people lifting this, these weight and you almost, it's, you almost kind of get a little cocky. You're like, thinking of, well i i know i'd think myself be like yeah i can fucking lift more than this like yes. you know oh yeah for sure it gets you and it you're literally i kind of feel like almost like a caged animal mm-hmm. um but the one thing that i've um really done over these last couple of weeks is i've just been doing a ton of cardio and i think i caught the uh the quote unquote runner's high Mm. I just feel like the endorphins afterwards. I just is that that tingling sensation that you get on your ribs everywhere? Is it everywhere? That's the high. Yeah, I fucking hate that high. You, That's why I don't run. <laughs> That's why I fucking hate running. I start getting like this tingly sensation, like I'm on the side of my ribs, and then I start getting it on my arms, and then I start getting it on my legs, and I hate that feeling. I never run. Each each their own. <laughs> I hate running. You know, it's funny. I knew I did my hour of cardio this morning. We actually saw you saw you lifting this morning. Uh-huh. Um, and I knew I wanted to get my hour of cardio in before I did this podcast just because mm-hmm. I'm a totally different person after cardio. I feel like my okay. mood's elevated. I really... So this is something, you know, I'm going to start lifting on Monday and hopefully everything's good. I can continue with it. If not, I'll take more time off. But... I'm definitely going to start incorporating more cardio. I might just do days, even at, when I can lift, just just cardio days because I feel my energy's up. I feel like, you know, my girlfriend says, you know, you're actually somewhat tolerable, tolerable to hang out with, you know, on days you do cardio. Why is that? Just just because my mood is so much more elevated. Okay, okay, you know, okay. She says it jokingly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But and yeah. when people joke around, there's a little hint of, of truth right there. Yeah, when yeah, joke. right. <laughs> so, <laughs> what are you really thinking, Karen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> so, but yeah, I'm. Uh, that's how I've gotten through it. Just cardio, and um, I do the most boring cardio too. Mm. All you know, of course, I uh, I run an Instagram page, um, kind of detailing my fitness journey and my pre med, and I post. You know, I'll do 60 minutes of cardio. Um, Last week, I was doing two hours of cardio a session. Oh, wow. And um, people are like, oh, my gosh, how do you do this? Well, first of all, I do the most boring cardio. Mm. I do steady state cardio. And I've read everything on HIT, and I'm sure it's great. Just not 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 for for me. I set the incline all the way up to 15, and Mm. I'll put the speed at around uh, three and a half or four. So it's a very, very brisk uphill walk. Mm -hmm. And... um, I man, I listen to. Uh, I'm a big audiobook guy. Okay, so uh, right now I'm listening to the book Solve for Happy. Um, it's all about mental health. It's super interesting book. So that's how I get through my cardio. Or you know, it sounds corny. I'll call my mom. Call someone. It's okay. so much easier to get through your cardio when you're talking to someone. So call someone. Audiobooks. I think I've literally watched every um, Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh, motivational video. Oh, really? <laughs> um, so just switch it up, you know, get creative with it to, uh, to get through it. That's, uh, one of my good friends, he's a, a, a fan of the karate kid. Oh. And, uh, so what he does, he has the video, oh, he has a, an audio clip of, uh, if, 
Have you ever seen the movie? No. You never seen the movie? I've never seen okay, it. Okay, okay. So the for um for the people that have listened to it, um, or have have watched the movie, uh, there's uh, the part where uh, Danny and his uh his uh sensei, uh, Mr. Miyagi, they go into this dojo. Okay. Where uh these kids that been bullying Danny, so they go into this dojo and then you hear. Uh, the master, and he's uh doing like this motivational speak, saying, "Hey, we're not weak, we're strong. Well, that shit's not tolerated." And he's just screaming at he's at his students. So he plays that audio clip. Oh wow! Of that master talking to his students, and he'll play that shit. And he, to him, it just like it just flips a switch. Yeah, and he's just ready to fucking go. It's all mind games. I tell people this all the time, and this could be applied to any area of life, but. When you're trying to get through these, like what some people would call grueling cardio sessions, do yeah. something that you like. Mm-hmm. You know, I I personally can't do it because I'm super blind. But I see people bringing the paper in a book. Oh, I see them doing uh, uh, reading a book while they're doing an exercise. They'll be on like on a on a on a leg uh, extension <laughs> machine, and they're right there just reading the fucking paper while they're doing that. And I'm like. Get the fuck out of here. I man. don't know how effective that is, but hey, at least they're there doing something, <laughs> right? Da- yeah, that's true. At least they're in there doing something. Uh, but yeah, it's 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 incredible to see uh, uh, what you're uh, trying to accomplish and, and, and what you're going after. So the goal is right now is just to uh, kind of just maintain and just be active right now and yeah. for health because you got a lot of things going on uh in the very near future um you have these uh, uh these specific goals that you're trying to accomplish and it's going to take you a while to yeah. get there but uh but it's cool to see man that you're on, on the right path and you're you're going for it well i appreciate it yeah it's uh it's definitely been a roller coaster. I, I yeah. wish I could tell you it's all been, you know, sunshine and rainbows. But uh. I bet not, man. <laughs> I bet not. I've been talking to uh, uh, we have a, a, a we have a friend of ours that that helped us hook this up. I call him I call him Sheik. Okay, <laughs> that's what I call. Okay, I'm a huge <laughs> I, I'm a huge uh, professional wrestling fan, and there was this wrestler called the Sheik. Oh, just, yeah. So I don't I know. When he told me his last name, I was like, oh, okay, I'm gonna start calling you Sheik. <laughs> I'll call him Sheiky baby. But uh, 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 mutual friend helped us hook this up. Yeah, he helped helped us hook this up, and uh, I forgot what I was going with. <laughs> I forgot what I said. Um, but uh, uh, but uh, yeah, I forgot what I was gonna say about. I know Sheik. he he originally brought it up to me, and he said, mm-hmm. "Hey, a really good friend of mine has this up and coming podcast about uh, fitness." Yeah, and I was like, "I'm totally down," you know. Um, and I was I listened to a bunch of episodes before I came on, mm. and I was kind of thinking like, you know, um, I I guess I really like the podcast because you have so many different perspectives. Yeah, you know, on there, you kind of the listeners they get a taste of everything, and that's so good. Kind of going back to what we were talking about earlier, it's like try everything under the sun uh-huh. until you find success. Absolutely, you know. And I think this is great for the listeners. You know, hopefully, I'm maybe a little bit different perspective than uh-huh. you know some of your your previous guests, and uh-huh. they can really get get something out of it. Actually, and that's what I try to do. I try to talk to different, uh, talk to just. Uh, people with different backgrounds and different goals and whether you are a bodybuilder uh, a strength athlete whether you are a um uh 
uh, a marathon runner, whether you're a football player, whether, you know, a uh, student, whatever, dude. Yeah. I mean, it's it's incredible to see and to, to figure out their stories. But now I remember what I was going to say. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it, it's crazy. The, the, the pathway that you're going through, and I know it's going to be, it's a, it's a roller coaster ride. And I know that, that Sheik, is, he's going through some of that stuff. And he'll tell me the stuff that he's going through. And I'm like, kudos to you guys for for going after that man it's just it's i know that i wouldn't be able to do that shit but uh but it's great to see that you guys are out there and 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 having these goals and going after it you know it's interesting um i really believe that you know everybody on this earth is kind of destined to do their one thing yeah and you know you say like oh i i don't know if i could ever do this you know I bet you there's, you know, your one thing that mm. you're so passionate about that yeah. it doesn't even seem like work to you, Yeah, you know? Mm. Um, and I think that's kind of the same thing with Sheik and I, you know, we, we, we were lucky enough to find our passion, yeah. um, him earlier than me. Cause I'm a little bit older, mm-hmm. but, um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. You know, I have no idea what the, uh, the road's gonna kind of have in store for me, but I know one thing, uh, I'm going to try to stay stay swole uh, try, try to stay swole try to stay, try to stay swole on dude, this you're a smart dude you'll be able to figure things out and so i'm pretty sure you'll be able to 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 fit some of that uh some of that uh bodybuilding that, that hypertrophy uh training in there and get some curls in before audio in between audio lectures yeah, <laughs> doing something i'm pretty sure you're a smart dude uh you you'll figure it out but a man it was fun. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you on here, dude. It was uh it was fun. I enjoyed this episode. Uh is there anything that you want to uh promote? Uh any of your socials, whatever? Yeah, absolutely. Um so on Instagram, I have a I run a page that's all about my pre-med journey and then also fitness, right? Um I'd like to think I'm one of the few you know, pre-medical students or someone who's going to go to med school who really focuses on fitness. Mm -hmm. So you can find me at undercover doc and it's just D O C. So undercover doc on Instagram. Okay. And, uh, you know, check me out, see what I'm doing on the regular. Yeah, And I'll put, and I'll put a link in the, in the show notes. So you guys can go ahead and check that out. Um, and we're doing this again in 10 years, right? And yes, follow we're, we're, up. <laughs> yes, we'll do it in 10 years. No, but yeah, I'm for sure, I'm going to have you back on. There's so many things that I want to talk uh, to you about. Uh, we, we threw out... Um, uh, before we did this, we were um, sending um, text messages to see what we can talk about. And there's some ideas that uh, we came up with. So definitely going to have you back on for sure. And if not, then I would like to speak to you in, in, a, in a couple of months and see where your road is. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Where, where the road has been taking you and then see how the, the gains are uh, coming along or maintaining or see where that's going. Yeah, I'm excited. And, you know, one thing I want to say, just really appreciate you having me on too. Hey, man, no problem, man. You're doing me a favor here and I enjoyed it, man. Thank you so much. Awesome. Thanks. Thank you so much, Robert, for coming on to the show. I really do appreciate it. And I will leave a link in the show notes for his Instagram so you guys can go ahead and check him out. And I will also leave a link in the show notes to the artists that let me use their material. Lemon, yellow, haze. Go out there and check them out. Support them. uh, And let them know that you guys heard them on the show. 
And then you guys can check out our socials, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all under the same name, Unload the Bar, or shoot us an email, unloadthebar at gmail.com, and I will leave links in the show notes as well for that. And then we on all the major platforms for podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, CastBox. There's so many out there. Most likely we're, we're on those. But if we're not, let me know and we'll get right on it. And I'll talk to you guys next week.